Welcome to another episode of Modern Off-Grid DIY. If you've ever been curious on topics like living off the grid, completely off the grid, solar systems, renewable energy, or just need inspiration to think outside the box, you've come to the right place. This is Modern Off-Grid DIY. Hey everyone, welcome back to Modern Off-Grid DIY Podcast. In this episode, we're going to be talking about the maintenance that's involved with a solar system. So on my YouTube channel, uh, Modern Off-Grid DIY, I get a lot of questions saying what type of maintenance is involved with my system. You know, do I have like daily maintenance, uh, monthly maintenance, yearly maintenance? What, what type of maintenance am I looking at? And so uh, I want to address that question that I get quite often. Um, I have zero maintenance. Zero. I will have zero maintenance for many, many, many years. And when I mean zero, I mean absolutely zero. I do not do anything. So obviously I put the time and effort into building my system correct. So there is that effort, yes. But the ongoing maintenance, there is none. Um, everything just works, right? So solar panels have no moving parts. They will last, uh, it depends on the brands and the mono or polycrystalline solar panels that you purchased. Um, but you can expect 25, 30, maybe a little over 30 years. But let's just call it 30 years is the norm, roughly, give or take. Um, but, you know, that's no maintenance there for 30 years. <laughs> okay um roughly but you know even at 25 years it's still even at 20 years that's a long time without having to do anything with your solar panels now um charge controllers and inverters obviously um will have different lifespans so the maintenance involved with that will be the lifespan of the components itself right and so th the great thing about the equipment that I have purchased is that I have a really good warranty on all of it. Really, really good warranty. And I have utilized a warranty once on a on one of the charge controllers that had an issue and had no problems. The company took it back, fixed it, sent it back to me for free and no problem at all. Okay. So if we look at the warranty standpoint of things, um, there is that there's at least a five year warranty on the components, but if it gives you an issue or if like say it gives me an issue like it like one of my charge controllers did at one point um when you send it in they re revise your your warranty so it's good again like it's like a brand new warranty again so if we think about it in those terms for the charge controllers and the inverters um they're warranted for at least f 5 years or more so there's at least 5 years of no maintenance involved Right. So that, like I said, many, many years of maintenance free. Now, that is only the warranty. They, the, those actual components can actually last a lot longer. So let's say the charge controllers and the inverters last 10 years. OK, well, now we have 10 years of maintenance free. Right. So there's really no maintenance because there's many, many years of doing nothing. I just let the system do its job. And that is it. All I do is go out there from time to time and just look at it. Just look at the numbers. Look at how everything is performing. Just doing a visual inspection just to, just for the hell of it. 
you know. But other than that, nothing has changed, and I don't have to do anything. Now, as far as the batteries is concerned, because I'm using lithium-ion batteries, um, there is no maintenance involved with those batteries either. You know, there's no filling up water like lead-acid batteries. There's no cleaning of the terminals. Nothing corrodes. Um, and that's because there's no acid being, um, you know, um, like like a lead acid battery. When you charge and discharge a battery, that water that's in that battery is corrosive, and so that corrosive can that corrosive air can eat on your battery terminals and stuff like that. Well, with the lithium ion batteries I have, they're sealed. They're lithium. There is no corrosive, nothing coming out anywhere. So I don't have to worry about my batteries for many, 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 many years. So to answer the question, what type of maintenance I have involved? Nothing. I just let the system do its job, and that is it. Now, down the road at some point, I don't even know what when that point will be. And and as we go along through this journey with my YouTube channel and my podcast, we will revisit this exact question down the road when finally things start breaking down, right? And then we'll, we will reevaluate that question at that period. But right now, we have many, 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 many years ahead of us without any maintenance. So it's a very user-friendly type of system that I set up. Uh, you don't do anything. You just set it all up and let it rip, you know? And obviously, there is going to be ways to prolong the life of your equipment like anything else. Think about it like your car tires, right? The more you drive your car, the more the the wear and tear happens to the tires, right? They wear down. Then you have to replace them earlier. Well, think about your solar system in, in those terms. The more you push your system, the more you abuse your system, obviously you're going to start breaking down the equipment a lot sooner than later, right? And so I've planned my system in a way that um, I'm barely touching the capacity of everything, even the inverters. I have double inverters, so that way I could not only power anything that I ever wanted to power in the house, but the power usage in my home is so low that it barely even touches half of the capacity or even, let's just say it was even the full capacity of one. It doesn't even turn on the second inverter, technically. So that's over, what, 18,000 watts at least? So both of my com um, inverters combined when and they're they're made to sit they're synced with each other right so if i wanted 18000 watts of instant juice right now i could call it call on it on demand plug something in and i could easily get 16000 um you know kilowatts out of it and you know no problem but because my house is so energy efficient the way i've built it you know i'm not even coming close to stressing any of my equipment out Right. So that allows me to now prolong the life of my equipment because I'm not trying to prematurely wear them down, if that makes any sense. Right. So the best way to think about it is like like I said, your car tires, the more you drive on them, the more you push your tires. Okay, Here's an example. If you start burning rubber with your car, you're easily eating those tires down. Same thing with your system. If you size your system too small and you're pushing all your equipment to its limits, then obviously you're going to be getting a shorter lifespan out of the equipment that you have, right? So planning your system goes goes a long way. So to answer the question, 
I have zero maintenance for many, many years. And at some point down the road, when something starts to happen, obviously I will document that and I'll share that experience with everybody. So that way everybody can know the truth, right? But as of right now, I don't do anything, right? And we're going to let it rip and roar for many years and we'll go from there. Um, now, obviously, if you have a different type of solar system and you're ut utilizing, you know, lead acid batteries and stuff, well, you have daily maintenance, right? You have a lot more maintenance involved. You're going to be replacing wires and terminals because it corrodes on you. Uh, you just have a lot more stuff going on. And so obviously it's going to take a lot more time on your part to manage that. So anyway, guys, thanks for tuning in. Just wanted to kind of get that, you know, question, get question out there and um, answered as best as I could. And every system is different. So don't take my system to heart because your system is different. Just understand the pros and cons of your system compared to other systems. And that might answer the question a little bit better for you. So anyway, guys, thanks for tuning in. And I'll see you guys on the next one. Go listen, download, and subscribe to the Modern Off-Grid DIY Podcast, available today on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, and YouTube. Modern Off-Grid DIY, inspiring others to think outside the box. Support the podcast today. It's also available on anchor.fm slash freeyourmind, and there's already a ton of episodes for you to binge listen to and learn how to live off the grid in these modern times and do it yourself. Once again, it's titled Modern Off-Grid DIY. It's also available on Podbean, Stitcher, Breaker.audio, and Overcast.fm. Make sure you subscribe to stay up to date on new releases, Modern Off-Grid DIY. Go listen, download, and subscribe today.